0: Welcome back to the latest episode, Too Many Men. Uh, I'm in a little bit better mood than I was last episode, um, mainly because of a big win over
1: the Steelers. Uh Eric- the Steelers. It's not that big. Well, Shut I guess you lost to the Lions, so that's a big big Shut step up, forward. Eddie, baby steps. Baby steps. Baby,
0: baby steps, okay? Yeah. We're going to ignore that we almost blew a 29-0 lead. Uh, Eric, Zach, Tresh, Tony's hopping on in just a couple minutes, but before any of that, want to talk about Demarius Thomas. Um, passed away last night, age of 33, um, reportedly a medical issue, um, and the NFL world is just
1: heartbroken over it. As am I. Yeah, very sudden. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't realize, I didn't know. I, I might have just missed those messages, so.
0: It, it broke right in the middle of the game, too. And there was a rumor uh, going around on Facebook, and we're like, well, let's hold off here, because yeah. you know this, this stuff's happened before. And then Ben Albright confirmed it on Twitter. And then the NFL did, and the outpouring of support has been just wild for it. So um, nothing but love and support for the Thomas family. Uh, they're going through a lot right now, and um, yeah, we miss you, DT, to say the least. Uh, let's talk about last night's game. Uh, I, I feel better. Uh, Dalvin Cook is back. Um, He's he is a stud. Uh, he ran for 200 yards, a couple touchdowns and the Vikings spike blowing a 29, 0 lead beat Pittsburgh 36, 28. They are six and seven. They remain in the hunt for the wild card. Um, and I don't know how to feel about that. Happy. Uh, we won. So yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like the first half team more than the second half team. It really was a team of two halves because I'm seeing what? they are blowing them out. It's like yeah, three, nothing. I'm like, yes. I was really
1: worried about my bet in the second quarter.
0: <laughs> you were worried about your Dodgy Harris anytime touchdown yeah. bet.
1: <laughs> yep. You 90, had a lot 70 of- bucks. Came out, uh, when did he score that touchdown? How much time was left? Oh, like
0: late in the third.
1: Really? Oh, okay.
0: Nice. Yeah, so he scored late in the third. He had a decent amount of time left. How much he uh, went from that?
1: Uh, 70 bucks, 20 to win 90. Or 20 awesome. to return, 20 to return 90. That's that's good. And I had already won uh the other day. I had 70 bucks in my account, so do you have JJ first
0: touchdown
1: too? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, so that was Tony that had JJ first
0: touchdown. Yep.
1: And his speak of the devil.
0: And just, speaking of the man who just went to get food. Yes.
2: yes. I did have Justin Jefferson first touchdown.
0: Where'd you go to get food?
2: Uh, the diner in town.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, look! Look at him. I know we. You guys can't see it. He's already got the long sleeve jersey shirt. <laughs>
1: sure. Yeah. Let me see the hat.
0: Yeah, how's
2: the hat? Oh, my hat hat? Did we start? Hat Have hat. we started the show yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so oh we are. Okay. My hat we're hat's live. downstairs.
0: No, we are just oh. talking about Demarius Thomas.
2: Dude, it's fucking so sad. I fucking love Demarius Thomas. I said it on Twitter last night. There's some plays that just get Im- implanted into your memory. And Tim Tebow throwing a strike to Demarius Thomas and then watching Demarius Thomas just take off against the Steelers is one of those plays. That
0: um, SB Nation Rewinder was recommended on my uh, YouTube just randomly yesterday. That ain't a sign I don't know what is.
2: It got recommended on mine, too. Really? Yeah, I think it's because there was such a high influx of people watching the play. It said, they were like, you would watch this.
0: But we talk about your Vikes yet? Uh, we just started talking about the Tale of Two Halves.
2: Yeah, that's a good that's a that's an amazing way to describe that it's game. It's the only way
0: to describe it. It's really just the way to describe everything that happened last night. Um it was Harrison, crazy. Harrison Smith's a legend for knocking the ball out of Fryermooth's hands at the end there.
2: Dude, I want I want for Fryermooth to catch that ball so bad. Fucking Steelers plus three and a half. Man. Also,
0: from a neutral fan perspective, from a neutral football perspective, Chase Claypool, what the hell are you doing? <laughs>
2: From any football fan perspective, really. Yeah.
0: Like, as a Viking fan, you saw that, and you're happy it happened, but you're like, what are you Thanks. doing? Thanks for giving us the win, just handing it to us.
2: I've never seen that happen, though. Like, now, he it wasn't The clock it, running. It, it wasn't a foregone conclusion. Like, you can't say if he wouldn't have done that, they would have won. But they would have, would have had more shots, to. Mm-hmm. They would have had more shots to tie the game. You can't do – I mean, he's not a rookie. That's a rookie mistake. That's some stuff you see in college because the clock stops after first downs. I have no idea what was going through Claypool's mind.
0: Must have been just, you know, short-sighted thinking. I don't know why the clock was was running. Like, I don't know why he, he saw the clock running, and he's like, oh, yeah.
2: Terrible.
1: Tony, what are you eating?
2: I got chicken. Ah. yeah. Always I'm allowed <laughs> to, to eat. I gotta hey. I gotta do that. I gotta drive down to Newark after this.
1: Who who devil's the devil's got tonight? I don't even Nashville. 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 Oh. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk.
2: Let's talk hockey. Hey, but we they... got a good fucking story to talk about. The Arizona Coyotes yeah, paid this, their taxes. Uh, this 100 percent
0: paid. This broke when me, Thomas, and Trish were at the game, by the way. On Wednesday.
2: Yeah, they owed $1.3 million in taxes to both the uh, city of Glendale and the state of Arizona. The next morning, which was yesterday morning, uh, the city of Glendale and the state received a wire of mm-hmm. one point one point three and change million dollars.
0: And reportedly, the Glendale city accounts <laughs> said, "Yeah, we didn't get anything."
2: Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard everything. Reportedly, good when it comes to taxes, when yeah. it comes to taxes, everything's good. They still been Magically. paid rent. They still been paid rent on the Gia River Arena. And Gary Bettman said today everything's fine, the coyotes aren't going anywhere. Of course he is. Of course he's said. The- that.
1: Can change though. The man's yeah, but too- this is his baby. Yeah.
0: He won't leave. We need to find people committed to as committed to us as Gary Bettman is to the coyotes.
2: <laughs> it's insane. It doesn't make any sense. They've lost 146 million dollars in the last 10 years.
0: In comparison, when the Thrasher's left Atlanta, that was $130 million over the past six.
2: It should be enough. It and should have, be enough. They have 10 days
0: to settle everything. Clock's ticking. Well, tax-wise, everything's settled. Was that all they wanted? That was just was that- taxes.
2: That's settled. Okay. That's fine.
0: Okay, so they're there for the rest of the year.
2: Yeah. It looks like.
3: Yeah, Which I had a feeling sh- was
2: going to be the conclusion of that anyway.
3: They're supposed to move to their like, quote unquote, new arena that hasn't even broken ground yet. Really, <laughs> it's supposed to be ready by the
2: twenty three season.
3: Yeah, the yeah, that's... is empty. They
0: said it's going to be four years at least. Jeez,
2: which leaves them homeless for a good chunk of time,
0: for at least three years. You're
1: gonna have to it,
2: play It's, at it's such an awful situation, and they've Ooh. never
0: said where they're getting the money for the arena from supposed to be $1.6 billion.
2: Well, they won't be owning it. Not the whole thing. It won't be all theirs. There's going to be split between them and the city of uh, Tempe. So they don't have to come up with all the money, but they'd have to come up with a good amount of money.
0: Because this is supposed to be Arizona State, and the Coyotes split in the arena, and Arizona State said,
2: yeah, no, we're good. Arizona State's getting a different facility, I believe. Or they also have a proposal in on the property. And if you're the city of Tempe, and you got to choose between a team that's funded by the state in the Arizona State Sun Devils, and a team that couldn't pay their taxes, <laughs> you picking What is the choice there? What, what what is so hard? And
0: one team's winning on the ice. Yeah. The Sun Devils hockey and those checks are clear. Asking. The most
2: important part: those checks are clearing. Yeah. Uh, awful terrible management of the situation in arizona
0: just saying there's an arena in houston and an arena in quebec that will take them
2: the houston one i'd be more iffy about than quebec because they don't play hockey on a regular basis in houston so they don't have nhl guys in there even professional ice crews in there right now um quebec at least the arena that they play at it's the quebec ramparts i believe it's hockey only is that the videotron center
0: Mm -hmm. i would say if it's still that I'd say move them to Quebec and move Detroit back to the West.
2: Yeah, and that's an off-season thing.
0: And that could be done very quickly.
2: Yeah, that's nothing. They moved the, they moved the Columbus Blue Jackets from West to East like it was nothing that one year.
0: It's crazy. Islanders are still winless at UBS.
2: Oh, don't worry. That's going to end tomorrow when the Devils go there.
0: That's a spirit.
2: Akira Schmidt's going to start for New Jersey tomorrow, and that'll be it. Or... Hey. Or it'll drive Islander fans even crazier they have a goaltender right in his first NHL game get a win before, at their new arena before, before they, they do. Flyers
0: well, the lost 10 straight.
2: Yeah, they're bad. They're really bad.
0: I'm seeing a lot of paper bags in uh, Wells Fargo.
2: Jonathan Bernier's on IR. Uh, looks like it could be long-term IR, which leaves the Devil's black uh, backup goaltender situation. A little cloudy. It's just Mackenzie Blackwood, really, when it comes to NHL-level talent.
3: Yeah, but in the past three seasons, has it been any different?
2: Yeah, but in the past three seasons, have they been looking to, been looking to compete for a playoff spot?
3: No, that's fair. Okay.
2: So it's got to be, I mean, you got to reach out to Dallas, Anton Hudobin, possibly, who's on the trade block for Dallas. Um, I heard a very interesting one, Tuka Rask, potentially if he's willing to leave Boston still, the jury's way out on whether or not he would actually be willing to do that because you look at Boston and how their rosters built salary cap wise, it's going to be hard, hard to fit a Tuka Rask contract. And even on like a vet minimum, because Linus Allmark's contract has just become so awful in one year because he is not a good goaltender. And are you really going to give a roster spot to a third goalie? Who's barely going to play? Or are you going to take one of those goals off the roster? Are you going to take Olmark off, who just got that big contract, or Swayman, who's the the, the number one, one goalie, Jeremy yeah. Swayman, the Swayman? You can't. You can't take. You can't. It's it's hard to move either.
0: Or of you talk to Dallas and do that whole situation because that's a weird one. Because you got Bishop Holby. Well, Evan,
2: Bishop is, is Bishop has been on IR. That's what makes that situation fine. Like He's going through a conditioning stint right now at the Texas Stars, but when he comes off IR, they run into another problem. You're going to have Bishop, Odinger, Holtby, and... uh, Kudobin. Kudobin. And once Bishop's ready, I think Odinger's on IR too, but once Bishop is ready, Kudobin's going to get traded pretty quickly. Yeah, If they can't make a move, they'll put him on waivers which I think they really don't want to do because there is a market for him.
0: A tweet from Woj, ESPN reporting with Zach Lowe, Philadelphia's trade conversations on Ben Simmons are gathering momentum in recent days.
2: Oh, again, How huh?
0: We're doing this again? More teams engaged, more two- and three-way deal structure talks as 76ers are trying to land a top 25 player in the NBA for Ben.
1: <laughs> no, that's not happening.
0: What what a, what a weekend this might be for me in sports, if this happens. A rare, a rare good weekend for me, might I add.
2: So they want to take Ben Simmons, who is not a top 25 player in the NBA. And somehow get a top 25 player out of that.
0: The other report is that, here's a shocker, Portland is not willing to trade Damian Lillard for Ben Simmons.
1: Wow, that's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> here's your no-shit report of the
2: day.
1: Kind of obvious, yeah.
2: Yeah, why would you want to take that large of a step down? Yeah. I'll take McCollum, though. I don't know. I don't think, if you're a team, I don't think you'd want Ben Simmons. Like any team.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Unless you're a team who just needs a body, like a star player to just put asses in the seats, like a Sacramento. Yeah. Simmons, even De'Aaron Fox like fixes that. Ben but then Simmons they don't have the
1: Sacramento wouldn't have anybody really to give up that Philly would want. The Knicks. At the end of the day. I would love them on the Knicks. That'd at the end, cool. end of the day, if you're Philly, wouldn't you just cut your losses? They should be doing that. Say, now. Hey, get them off the roster. Well, let's, well, let's see what
0: let's see what they can get over the next little while wait until the trade deadline
2: yeah okay you think that's that's a fair compromise right teams over the, the day of the trade deadline is cut your
0: losses day. Mm-hmm. yeah if they can't get anything by then
2: yeah no then you just just ship them off peanuts doesn't Same matter
1: thing. yeah just get them out of there
2: he's just such a he, he's not a like big locker room guy it seems like
1: the whole locker He's room is definitely not him. a leader
2: by any means. He's not good.
1: Do you see you the can't quote have from... a winning team with a whole locker room that hates him? Like... Yeah. You guys see the quote from Miles Turner?
2: No. no.
0: Quote from The Athletic It's clear that I'm not valued as anything more than a glorified role player here. I want something more, more opportunities.
2: I saw a thing on Twitter, and if I had my phone, I'd find it. It was a mock Miles Turner trade. Where he would be going to the Knicks, and that would just be adding another non superstar to the roster. Just a body, yeah. Like I like Turner, but he's not a superstar. Here we go. This is Knicks. This is SNY Knicks. Um, Knicks get Miles Turner. Pacers get Mitchell Robinson, Kemba Walker, Kevin Knox. The 2022 Charlotte first round pick and a 2023 Knicks second round pick.
0: So Kemba Walker and Kevin Knox, just two bench pieces that are
2: and a pick for Miles Turner.
0: Why would you take that if you're Indiana? Why Mitchell
1: would Robinson? you? I mean,
2: what is what is Miles Turner? Is Miles Turner gonna put you over the hump if you're the Knicks? No. No. John would be here like, oh yeah,
1: he can do it.
0: <laughs> I believe in him. Brooklyn should be all in on him.
2: Yeah, he'd be he'd be a complimentary piece in that system
0: they need whereas if up. he
2: went to New York he'd be this either the second or the third option and that's not what you want.
0: Like Philly. I, I saw Philly. I, I don't want him. Like we got we got already three guys that are in that backcourt. I don't know what Indiana's doing. We were talking about this the
2: other day on the podcast. It, I mean they're they're, it, they're 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 a nothing franchise. They're just they're just there to exist. They beat the Knicks last night two nights ago. Bing bong. Bing bong john wherever you may be the thing is like
0: as much as indiana wants to rebuild i don't think there's much to rebuild off of you're stuck in mediocrity is a problem
2: no and when you rebuild there's you're not it's not building off of pieces it is literally rebuilding everything and you got to start that off with accumulating picks that's how that starts
0: and now rick Carlisle's got COVID.
2: And there's nothing there that warrants that. Well, granted, the first-round pick in the NBA has, like, no value.
0: I know. I, still, I know. there's, like,
2: nothing that warrants that stuff.
0: I don't know if Carlisle's just got COVID or entered health and safety protocols, but he's away from the bench and away from the team.
2: Doesn't. It's not like they were competing. Yeah. Although they're, they're hanging around 500, but it's not like they're competing. That's playing. All right, you want to make our Sunday spreads here? Yeah, sure. Let's do the Sunday spreads. Everybody write them down and just send them to me so I can put them in the spreadsheet. Yeah. Care. Can find out what we all went last week because I have not so written down.
3: We're using DraftKings, correct?
1: We usually do.
0: Whatever. We usually use DraftKings or like most favorable. They're ones. usually
2: the same. Yeah, We, I, if there's two people who are different, I usually give it to the more favorable. But last week, I went two and one. Tom went one and two. Uh Who is that? Is that Trish next. Yeah, Trish went one and two.
3: I thought I went two and one.
2: Uh no, Bucks minus ten, Bengals minus three, Ravens minus four and a half.
3: Bengals got blown out,
2: and the Ravens lost.
3: <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Zach went zero and three.
1: Shit, and I don't like any of the spreads this week.
2: Eric went one and two, and John went zero and three. So, not, not just, a, so was, uh, Zach and I alone there.
0: Not a great week for us.
1: No. I've been trying to, like, 11, even since last night, since I hit that uh, parlay, I've been trying to find a game to just throw 50 bucks on, and I, I can't decide.
2: Oh, by the way. Um, oh, I, F- that's an easy one. It's Seahawks minus eight.
0: By the way, F yeah. in a chat for Zach, who went to the waiver wire to pick up to Michael Hasty, only to be announced that Jeff Wilson is most likely getting most of the carries. Oh,
1: shit. <laughs> well, wait, let me, let me fix that.
2: Doesn't matter. I'm whooping him anyway. Shit. <laughs> it do not matter.
1: Sorry, I have Dontrell Hilliard. He's been doing pretty good. For oh, Dontrell Titan. Hilliard? The last two weeks. He exists just to piss me off. And he's playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this week, so I figured he would be a good uh, substitute there. There's always that he... one
0: player who pisses people off in fantasy.
2: Yeah, because I picked up Donta Foreman, and Hilliard's getting the, the the snaps. All right, let's start it off with people who aren't here. So John. Has the Niners minus one and a half, the Bucks minus three and a half, and the Panthers minus two and a half?
0: Niners are now minus two, by the way. Okay.
2: So that's changing to Niners minus two.
0: Mm-hmm. Or what was the other ones he had?
2: The Bucks minus three and a half.
0: That's staying. Yep.
2: Okay. And the Panthers minus two and a half. Yep, that's still. Okay. Tom has the Bucks minus three and a half. Tom, the, he has the cards in there, but that's Monday night. That's Monday night. He, no. So
1: give him the other bird team.
2: I'm going to call him.
1: Just give him the Seahawks minus eight and a half.
2: <laughs> Falcons plus two and a half. Here, here we're going to call Tom right now. Let's see if he answers. It's a 50 50 shot he answers. Also I think he's, I think he'll end up taking the Seahawks.
0: What is his other one?
2: His other one... The Cowboys minus four and a half. Okay, yeah, that's all. That's a lot. Of, I don't like any... I don't, I'm not like in love with the spreads this week, if I'm being perfectly honest. We're, we're all kind of in a... Oh, in a... Tom's calling me. Oh. Tom, yeah. the Cardinals game is Monday. You're live on the podcast. Oh, I didn't know. You're on the podcast right now. Do you want Seahawks minus eight over Houston? Yeah. Okay. It's minus eight and a half now. Okay, bye. That doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It's All right. So Tom has the Bucks minus three and a half. The Seahawks minus eight and a half. And the Cowboys, Cowboys minus, minus four, and four and a half. Eric, what do you have?
0: So I'm me and Tony were talking about this last night. Seahawks minus eight and a half seems like just awesome. That seems absolutely phenomenal, and I love that. Um, I'm liking Ravens plus three. I know there's a lot of injuries on Baltimore, but I think that plus three is, should be a decent amount. I'm also liking Panthers minus two and a half against the Car- – um, not the Carls, the Falcons.
3: All right, Trish? All right, so I have the Bucks minus three and a half, the Cowboys minus four and a half, and – Let's see. Jacksonville plus eight. Jacksonville plus eight, huh? You know,
2: I don't hate that. I don't hate the Jacksonville pick because Tennessee's playing so
1: poorly. Zach, what do you have? I'm gonna go with the Bucks minus three and a half. I'm gonna go with the Lions plus ten. I Mm. don't hate Lions plus ten either. And then Give me the Cowboys minus four and a half. You write them down. All
2: right. I got the Seahawks minus eight and a half. Um. Give me the Packers minus twelve and a half. And oh man. This is tough, man. They're not great.
3: Yeah, I'll ride Jags
2: plus eight. I'll ride ride Jags plus eight. Yes, sir. Because, I I mean, my underdogs are pretty good this year. Undefeated in my
3: spreads. That gives me so much more confidence in my Jags plus eight pick. They might win outright. You think so? Tennessee's bad. That's a bold
2: take. No A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones, no that's Derrick Henry.
3: Still and Jacksonville's
2: play. been playing teams tough lately. Like, the scoreboard didn't show it against the Rams because the Rams are the Rams, but the Titans are, I believe, a couple steps down from the Rams. And I know the Titans beat them this year, but they had pieces then. And there's no Derrick Henry. I mean,
0: yeah. We can't get our 200-yard Derrick Henry game.
2: Which this would have been a 200-yard Derrick Henry game. This, he would have ran oh, for 232 man. and two touchdowns, three touchdowns.
0: Easy. The fantasy, the Derrick Henry owner of me is upset at
3: that. Can I just for a second appreciate my boy Cooper Cup? Hold on. Where would it go? I Cooper think that was awesome. He's insane. Um, it's the best pickup I've ever had in fantasy. He leads the league in passing yards, yards after catch, just so many different things. No, Cooper Jamal
1: Cup Lane. leaves
2: the league in passing yards?
3: <laughs> Not passing.
1: Wow. Would have passing I never thought, ball. dude.
3: Receiving Jesus. yards. Calm down. Here it is. He has receiving yards, 1,366 catches, 100 touchdowns, 11 targets, uh, leads league in targets, first downs, catches per game, yards per game, yards after catch, and he has no turnovers. Man is nuts. I just want a little appreciation because he's the entire reason my team is first in the league.
2: No Jamal
0: Williams this week, boys. Hmm. No DeAndre Swift, no Jamal Williams.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, Jamar Jefferson.
0: Jamar Jefferson,
2: and the other guy's name I can't pronounce.
0: Oh 35. yeah, I know you're.
2: <laughs> I, think he, I think he wears number thirty-five. Godwin, what
0: is it? It's Godwin something, right? Yeah, I think so. Also, um, Texans announced Davis Mills starting the rest of the year. Tyrod, part is my part bench. of
2: my Seahawks minus eight and a half mentality. There are the Texans tanking. Probably yeah. I think they've been tagging all year. After I told him, Tony, that, you can't like, call this tanking like they aren't two and whatever coming into this game. They've been tanking all year. I told Tony last night
0: I didn't know Danny Amendola had a touchdown for him this year.
2: I bet him. I bet on
0: The Texans, him. man. <laughs> they they're bad.
2: That's that's gonna wrap this episode, though. It was a quick episode. We sped through it. Shout out to Rutgers basketball. Beating the number one team in the nation, the Purdue Boilermakers, baby. Hey, Seton Hall beat Texas, too. Yeah, but Seton is not Jersey's team.
0: But they play in Jersey.
2: Yep, that's too bad. <laughs> Rutgers literally has an outline of New Jersey at half court.
0: At the Jersey Mike's Arena. Is that that's, where they play? Yeah, that's what's what called. That's fire. That's fire. No Jimmy Butler, no Bam Adebayo, no Markeith Morris for the uh, for the Heat. <laughs> Who do they play? Uh, the Bulls. Oh, they're going to lose. Bulls are good. The, but the Bulls also have um, everybody in COVID protocol.
2: Is Lonzo in COVID protocol? Don't know. Oh, okay. All right, it's oh, in. in.
1: Seahawks oh. minus eight, 30 bucks. There you go.
2: All right, there
0: you go. Uh, Richard Sherman's coming back, too.
2: Yeah, he's going to be playing safety for the Bucks. Is he playing safety? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Every episode of the Too Many Men Sports Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you next Tuesday for another episode of Too Many Men. Enjoy the weekend of football. May your bets hit. It's been few and far between spread yeah. out about the show lately. But I'm, just, uh,
0: I'm so happy to watch a game and not have to worry about my team. Or watch a Sunday.
2: Here's hoping. So we will see you Tuesday for another episode of Too Many Men.
3: Bye, everybody.